one time. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, all I need is one mic. Oh, welcome to the time is now. I am your host, Mike Stafford. It is Friday, December the 1st. All right, all right, let's get it. My Lakers, the Lakers are in the in-season tournament. We're going to, of course, recap week 12 in NFL. But first, how about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys, people? God damn Shooting up the club. I got my boy Tony back in the place to be. We're going to break it down all for y'all as soon as we possibly can. So sit back, relax, and we'll see you on the other side. All right, everybody, welcome to The Time Is Now. I'm your host, Mike Stafford. I got my boy, Tony, in the place to be. What's going on, my guy? What's up, Mike? How you doing? I'm all right. I'm just a little bit, I'm worried about my TV lagging behind yours because we're over here watching the Cowboys versus the Seahawks. And uh, Dak just scored. They just got a two-point conversion with Hooks. With Cooks, I'm sorry, to go up by 3, 38, 35. I know by the time this airs, you guys have already seen it. So you're getting a live reaction from us right now. How are you enjoying this game? That's actually a great game to watch. Look at the score, 38-35. Yeah. Great shootout, Thursday night football. Awesome. Awesome yeah, game to watch. Thursday night football usually sucks, and this is probably one of the best ones they have. They had a good one early in the year. I can't remember who were playing, but, you know, it's a good game. But the, the thing I'm taking away from this is that Cowboys are who we thought they were. So when they go up against a, a, a decent team, they, they, they can't, you know, they can't just blow them out. They can barely beat them. And who knows if they're even going to win this game. The Seahawks right now are, are missing so many players due to injury. Their top running back included being one of them. And then they're on the road on a short week, and they're on a three-game losing streak, and they have a chance to win this game. Well, what are we talking about? Even if the Cowboys win, Cowboys are supposed to win this game. Because this is not it's, this is not even a team like the teams they lost to. Like, like uh, who did they lose to? Philly. They, they, they lost to – no, they haven't lost to Philly. They played Philly next week. But they, they, well, no, they played them before. I think Philly beat them, yeah. And then they yeah, lost Philly to the San, yeah, and San Francisco 49ers. And, and, another, and actually, another team they lost to is not even a good team. So that's the two teams they lost. We got not lost. They got beat down. So now you're going to be against a team that's still just below you, another wild card team who's fighting for that seventh spot, and you're having a hard time beating them. You can't stomp them out. If you go to the fantasy right now, the defense that usually puts up all kinds of big numbers is not doing that. You know, another first down by that guy you said is a bust. You know what I mean? Another African, Smith Jigba. He's half see, African. See, here's what happens with the Cowboys. Their defense is it's a really good defense. Well, what happens with them is they're much better with the lead. Right. Right. They're they, they, so so once they have a two-score lead, they're they're allowed to have Blitz Parsons. Go crazy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So their defensive line and then Parsons, they're they're gonna go ahead and blitz. They can beat on one-on-one matchups. 
and that's yeah. how they create pressure. And then that's how they the turnover. That's how Bland gets. That's how because they, they, they're not going to throw to Gilmore's side. Exactly. So you they end I mean? up getting more turnovers that way, and then they that score goes from a ten point lead to a seventeen point lead, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And right. that's how they get those blowouts against those sorry teams. Yeah. Now, just before we continue, you continue bashing the Cowboys. Look, that Eagles game was very, very close. Um, the 49er game, they got demolished. Mm-hmm. And then the Cardinal game, they had no business losing that game. Well, that Though, told you that's everything the, you need to know. Yeah, that, that's their three losses. Yeah. That's just who they are. They, uh, they're going to get a team. They get that lead. They allow the defense to create more pressure. And that's how they win. And Dak puts up a bunch of points out there as well. But you know what the biggest thing is? He's not throwing the ball away. And that's what the issue they were having all this time. It's like he had a tendency to, to throw them out of games. And that's where the issues, that's where the issues they were having with him. It's like they had time, they were in games of defense doing their job, and then Dak throws the ball away in the most inopportune time. And that's what, what the issue was with with uh with him. But a lot of that has to do with coaching as well. That's McCarthy. Well, yeah, that's that's no, but that's, that's why they go. That's, ooh. I yeah, I, stop. I, 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 I didn't want to say anything. I'm watching it. Yeah, I'm watching Appreciate I'm ahead it. of you by a bit. So that sucks. I'm usually ahead, but I'm streaming versus just watching on when I'm watching my cable. I'm usually ahead of everybody. Remember, we talked about that when we were watching yeah. games uh, on cable. I'm ahead. And then my TV downstairs didn't have a problem. But my router's right behind the TV upstairs in the office and, <laughs> and it's behind McSure <laughs> I'm just laughing. You're going to see this right now, Mike. You're going to see it. And this is just what the we're Cowboys. Talking about having a chance to close it out. Now, they did, but watch what just happens right now. And then we'll talk about it right now. Probably, a, probably a flag. Probably a flag. No, 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 no. They they get the what stop. The but then look. Well, I don't I don't see what happened. I'm I, I'm just seeing the stop. Yeah. You're that far ahead? Bland didn't make the interception. Yeah, he didn't make the horrible, interception. Horrible play, though. Gino's, that, that's, that's the thing with Gino. That's a, that's a total Gino moment. That, that encapsulates his entire career. Like, why would you throw that? And, and it's four yards. Look at that. And it's a oh, he had an open lane to run. Yes, that's that's what I mean. Like he didn't even go. He just threw it in the air. Like hope somebody catches it. And he threw it to that to that light skinned African dude. But now let's see. Does Seattle have? Uh, no, they only have two timeouts. So, oh, they got the two minute warning. So they need to stop here and then hopefully get the ball back. But Gino could have ran for the first down. He could have ran for the first. He had uh, his right side a complete gap right there. Do you see this? The Seahawks were 36 and 0 when scoring over 35 points with Pete Carroll. Well, game's not over. Yeah, it's still not over. They still, I mean, they their defense has to get the stop, but their defense you, is not the defense of old. No, of course not. It's not of the defense not. of old. So let's do this. The game is still going on. I'm gonna let you update uh, uh the listeners. And um, can you hear mine in the background? Because I, I I heard yours earlier. Can you yeah, hear mine? Yeah, I, I I turned mine off. But you can't hear mine because I have it no, low I to can't. me. Yes, I just saw it. 36, 36 and 0 under Pete Carroll when scored 35 plus. That's crazy. Well, it's not over yet. Yeah, you're oh, way ahead. So I'll let you do the updates on that. It's over now. Oh, You'll you're see. that far ahead? Yeah, I'm that far ahead. It's so they over. Got, they got a first down or they scored? The Cowboys are winning this game. They're finally being a winning team. That, But that's on a three-game losing streak at home on a shortened week. I, I don't give them any credit. Oh, they ran it with C.D. Lamb. Nice. Oh, he broke. Nice. Yeah. It's a nice play design. Yeah. Yeah, McCarthy's doing his thing. Because the, the, the guy they had last time, Kellen Moore, was not doing that. So let's run through. We're talking about week 11. We're going to recap week 11, right? Week 12. 
Week 12. Week 12, oh, yeah, what? it was week 12. Because then yeah, next. That's on it now. Yeah, it's 12. Yeah. So yeah, 12. next week is the playoffs. Or next week. <clears throat> Pull it up. That way we can talk the scores and then I'll talk about yeah. how we did last week. All right, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this first. We're going to go with Thursday night. We have Packers versus Lions. Um, Packers showing they're still dominant over the Lions. That was a huge. Um, neither of us saw that one come. I think we both got that one wrong. I'm not no, sure. No, we, di- we didn't pick. Oh, we didn't Remember, pick. we didn't pick. Well, that oh, was the one I texted you. Did we both pick the Packers? And we were laughing, <laughs> right. And the thing is, this week, guys, we did pick. We picked the Cowboys. So yeah, we, we went both with the Cowboys, the Cowboys before. For the same reasons. Short week. Um, I, the only thing that was going up against the Cowboys is the fact they haven't beaten a winning team all year. But this isn't your typical winning team. This is a winning team that was winning early and has been losing losing their way out the, out the playoffs. They're not playing like a winning team in the Seahawks. They're on a three-game losing streak, now about to be four. On the road, short and weak. Um, you know, Cowboys don't, don't lose at home. So I said, somebody, something's got to give. Either they're going to beat a winning team or they're going to lose at home. And I said, I'm going to pick, they're, they're going to win at home on a short week versus Tina's on a three-game losing streak. So the narrative to me still remains the same. And and then you look at the game, they're squeaking it out. The team still put up 35 on them. So I'm not convinced. Like, you tell me if Pete Carroll had a full week, he wouldn't beat you? Say say you're in Seattle with a full week's time, Seattle beat you on a three-game losing streak. Same, same narrative, except that you're in Seattle on a Sunday morning or afternoon because it's a three-hour difference, Right. You're in Seattle at, no, it's morning because it's the West Coast. You're in Seattle at 10 a.m., right, after their three-game losing streak with the Cowboys in the house. They beat them. I guarantee you. They beat them because Cowboys are who I, who I thought they were. But I'm moving on, moving on. Because I'm, I'm not a Cowboy hater. I'm just calling like I see it. They're bullies. They have to be up by two scores, like you said. And come on, man. Leave the Cowboys alone right now. I'm not, Leave I them mean, alone. Leave them alone. It is, Let's, it is. Come on, man. Let's keep going on week I'm, 12. I'm, we I'm, get, I'm, you, I'm, we I'm talked way too much Cowboys already. Just what? No, it's the Cowboys. They're the number just, one watch team I, I get in America. It, but so I'm Cowboyed out already. I'm sick. I'm sick of it. Move on. Move on. We're going to talk about them right now in about your or- 20 your minutes. Creams- your orange creamsicles. This is what you want to talk about. Hey, anyway. don't be a hater. Don't <laughs> we'll get to them in a little bit. We'll get to them in a little bit. They're costing me right now because that's the, that's the difference. I've been calling against the Broncos the last three weeks. You've been calling for them, and they've been help- keeping you in it because I've still got a lead on you. But the Cowboys uh, last week versus the Commanders, we called that one 45-10. Nothing to talk about there. Like I said, they're front runners. Um, I'm going to go next to the 49ers versus those same Sea Chickens. Uh, you, as you call them, um, and they beat those guys down 31-13. You're going to lose back-to-back weeks. Um, nothing to talk about there except for the Niners are back. They're back on track to beat a good team, the divisional team, Purdy Blue and his thing, CMC. Right now, to me, they're looking like the best team in the NFC, even though the Eagles are the best record. I feel like the Niners are the best team in the NFC. You want, anything you want to add to that, Tony? Um, as we get to the Eagles, we'll talk about that right now. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll talk about both when we get to the Eagles now. We're going to go into um, the, the Friday night, Black Friday game, first time ever. Dolphins, Jets. That game was trash. I bet I bet you the, the streaming, because it wasn't, it was on Prime. I bet you the streaming was super trash on that one. I barely watched it. Uh, people, a lot of people were out shopping. I'm sure some guys were home trying to watch something, but Dolphins, Jets, no one out of Florida and New York will watch that game, in, in my opinion, unless they have money on it. So um, they beat them down 34-13. But real quick caveat on that. I will jump in on that. Because of how poor they're look, looking, the Jets are currently four and seven. I think they're like the fifteenth team in the AFC ranking wise. We keep hearing rumors that Aaron Rodgers is warming up, getting himself ready to come back. Do, 
do you see do you believe he's actually going to come back this season on a torn uh, Achilles and it's only 11 weeks later what, okay. what do you think here's what I think the Jets the organization all of them are a bunch of idiots if they're going to allow Aaron Rodgers to come back from that injury and play this year when there's nothing to play for I don't care what you say they're not making the playoffs why would you even allow Aaron Rodgers? And there was a report that if he comes back next year, he wants everyone back from the coaching staff to hack it to everyone. Fine. Yeah, I get sense. it. I get it. You're at his mercy. But if you're going to allow him to come back this season, what's that say about you as an organization? Yeah. Come on, man. You just got to shut him down. Just say, hey, the season's a watch. It is what it is. You're not Superman. Dude's about to be 40 years old. He, is 40. he just turned he just turned 40, 40 right? Come yeah. on, man. At the end of the day, you have to do the best thing for the organization. The best thing for the organization is for him to be 100% for next season, not when you're 4 and 7. They're not making a run. For them to make the playoffs, they got to win the next 6 in a row, 7 in a row. They're not going to they're not going to make yeah, 6 games in a row. Are they going to do that? No way. No what's way. Your, what's their schedule, do you know? It doesn't matter. They're not winning six in a row. They're not going to do it. Now with the way how competitive the AFC is, they're not winning six in a row. Okay. What have you seen on that team that gives you the confidence besides their defense? I'm talking about offensively that can allow them to win six in a row. They they have the weapons. That's why I want to, I'm I'm, you know. Pull up their schedule. You, you have yeah, it? Or pull you it, up. it up. No, no, no. Pull it up. All right. All right. I'll pull it up right now. Should have done it on my phone a lot faster than this damn old laptop. All right, let's see here. Let's see. Next, they have the Falcons. Doable. Okay. Maybe. Texans. Maybe. No. Dolphins. Ouch. Ouch. At, at Miami. Commanders. Browns don't have Deshaun Watson anymore. And Patriots. You tell me okay. they can't win five out of six? Yeah, but that's still not getting you in. Why not? N- n- nine, okay. Nine and look at, that's nine and that's nine. That's nine, nine, and, nine eight. and eight. Exactly. And now look at all the teams in front of them. On the bubble watch? Yeah, exactly. So you got Pittsburgh. You got the Colts. You got the Broncos. You what got all records? these. What, what's, dude, their, what's their losses? The Broncos are six and five. Mm. The The Colts are in the seventh seed right now at six and five. Mm. The Steelers, uh, I believe, are, seven and are four. in there. Yeah, exactly. Seven and four. They're in it. So think about all these teams that have to jump. I believe they're, what, 14 Te- or 13? That's the thing. But that's, just, that's the thing. The teams that are ahead of them, they play them. Yeah, they only play some, not all. Well, they they they, the, they play the Browns. They they play the Texans <laughs> to finish the season. I just you know don't see I mean? it. They're, they're not gonna. It's not gonna happen. The Dolphins, I think, are winning the division, so that that doesn't really, you know. But the, uh, they don't play Buffalo at all. Jet fans, you heard it from me right now. You have no hope. It is over. It is done. Let Aaron Rodgers go. Drink his ayahuasca. Go in a cave. Let him smoke his pipe. Leave him alone. Pack it up. Next season's your year. How's that? As it is on, as it is on my prime little pivot, um, they just scored the field goal. So you were obviously ahead of me. Uh, it was 41 35. Yeah, I didn't want to Like okay. I said, I didn't want to talk about Cowboy. it. You're going to wait Yeah, I'm not Cowboy Daughter. Sorry, Cowboy fans. We'll talk if, about if, it. If, in some, a if, something, if something dramatic happens, I want you to scream then, it in. Then we'll screen. just, yeah. Just scream it in because you're going to see it before me. I'm not even looking, honestly. Come on, I'm man. There's other fan bases here that do listen to us as well. We got to give them their props. That's true. I want to go over that with you, too. I'm gonna definitely save that for the show. I should have. Um, I took a picture of it, so I'm gonna go to that screen. I'll go to just. I just gotta remind me. Uh, I took pictures of some pretty cool stats. Actually, I wrote some down. 
Yeah, but I'll go to I'll save that to the end. All right. Um, so you say the Jets have no shot. Let's move on. Um, Sunday, we had the Chiefs versus the Raiders. We already knew that what was going to happen there at 31-17. The sad part about that is, is that the Raiders were up 14-0, right, in the second quarter. Yep. And then next year, you know, they get blown out 31-3. to <laughs> I'm like, you know, thank God I didn't watch that game. I, I didn't buy NFL ticket this year. I didn't think anything of my Raiders. That's why I bought it because they're seldomly on television here. So I bought that for them, and then I got the chance to watch all the games and blah, blah, blah. I don't feel like I miss anything this year. I feel like I'm comfortable where, you know, I had too much going on. But anyways, Chiefs beat the Raiders 31-17. Now, Saints-Falcons. I think we chose um, – I wanted to – yeah, this is when I wanted to choose the Falcons, and I ended up choosing the Saints, and the Saints lost 15-24 to the Falcons. Um, I do want to stop here for a little bit because you love you some Derek Carr, mm-hmm. right? Derek Carr this year is looking worse than he did all his years with the Raiders, in my opinion. He didn't start off that way, but he's looking that way now. Um, do you have anything in the defense of Derek Carr, and do you think he could have a chance to um, revive his career down in New Orleans? I'm telling you right now, that whole coaching staff is going to get fired. Carr's still going to be there. Yeah. They, it, this, this falls on the coaching staff, not on Carr. If you watch some of the games, I, I've watched some of the Saints games. Dude, yeah, Carr does some stupid stuff here and there. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. man, that coaching staff is not it, dude. Play calls are trash? Yeah, they, no, they're not it. Michael Thomas got to retire. I, th- I think he has one more year left in his contract. I think this is the last year in his contract. I think he's done. Yeah, I think they can finally move on from him. Yeah, they, they might just cut him next year. If, if he has one more year, they just cut him. You know, because Michael Thomas is just those two injuries back to back. It's like he got his big contract. It's like, all right, I'm done. So that's that. So we're going to move on to the Steelers Bengals now with 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 all the injuries the Bengals have taken um and the Steelers are just to me they just find a way to win winning 16 to 10 in Cincinnati. Pickett doing his best to keep it going. Now with the Panthers Titans, another snoozer. Titans beat the Panthers. The Panthers are trying to get Caleb Williams. Um Buccaneers Colts. You thought I chose Bucks? No, I chose the Colts cuz I'm a Carson Colt. And I do not trust Baker Mayfield ever, 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 ever. So yep, I, I do remember you saying that. Yep, that's the that's the way I said it. I gave all that I, I said. I I want um uh, my boy. What's his name? Now I forgot his name. Now I forgot his name. The 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 Mike Evans. Evans. Yeah, I said I want Evans to go off, but that's it. I said that's all you're gonna get. Yeah, Evans gonna get you 100 yards, maybe a touchdown, but that's it. That's it. Actually, let me see. I don't even see the box score. Jonathan Taylor's back. Zach Moss doing his thing. Let me see that box score. Let me see if, if Evan still got his numbers. I bet you he did. That guy is a freaking beast. Where you are about to laugh at Geno Smith right now. <laughs> I'm not even, I need to look over there. You you and definitely need to turn and look. look. Mike, like I said, Mike Evans got two touchdowns. <laughs> Mike Evans got two touchdowns. I'm saying he gonna, he's going to get his numbers. He's gonna, he got nine targets. Two touchdowns, six percent. Why didn't he get nine targets? What the hell was that, Gino? It was fourth and two, and he threw it at the ground. He, t- <laughs> he said, "I ain't getting hit." <laughs> what an awful the game, play with the, call with the game what on the line, dude. What a crappy play that was. And you know what? The thing is, you know they're gonna pass rush. You should have came up with something else. Hold on, like you know Wait, the defense I, is gonna do. Cowboy fans, I'll give you some love right now. A little bit more cowboy talk. That's Parsons on the other side. How are you not gonna block that guy? Me, you might want to look for 11 he, and say, he, he you got, see him? He didn't get touched. Exactly. Oh you might want to block him. <laughs> the running back ran right by him. Dallas, who's an idiot. 
I have on my fantasy team. Even his picture, he looks like an idiot. He literally ran right by him. They, they should have yeah. at least shifted all their... They should have had him double team. Yep. That so. one just... Oof. They deserve to lose. That's, that's that's my point, though. Like, you're beating on a team like, yes, they nah, have a winning record. No, 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 no. Um, you know no more Cowboy Talk. Move it on. And you then we'll talk about. No, no, no. I had to because we did say we we're going to talk about it live. Yeah. Whatever's happening. So, right, well, the Cowboys on to the next win. Let's move. All right. Colts. Colts beat the Buccaneers. Um, Giants beat the Patriots. That's probably the last win for the Giants of the year. Um, and the Jaguars beat the Texans. And I told you that. That's what I got right over you. You chose the Texans. I said yeah. the Jaguars are undefeated on the road. They're now five and zero on the road. I don't understand it, but this is what they do. And that put they put a state they put a stop for that number one seed for that divisional crown in the AFC South with that win. Um, Browns Broncos. Actually, know what? Did you want to talk about that with your CJ Stroud and why you made that pick and what do you feel? Because we differed on that one. Um, I mean, look, I just thought Stroud would. And then look, if you really sit there and think about it, he he went ahead and let him, and they just missed the field goal to tie that game. So CJ Stroud is really good. One thing about that though, that I know I, I forgot what sports guy was talking about CJ Stroud's a top three quarterback. Okay, yeah, the guy deserves his flowers. You know, awesome, is doing great, great rookie year. But if you're gonna sit there and you're gonna also call out Brock Purdy and all these quarterbacks that come from the 49ers, yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Who's the head coach for the Texans? Oh, D'Amico, D'Amico Ryan's right. Okay, where did he come from? He came from that Niners defensive coordinator from the Niners. Okay. Don't you think he brought some of that offensive system to Texas uh, to with the Texans with him? It's like he was paying attention. Exactly. So I'm pretty you know sure what? He, he, had, he had to go against him at practice every week. Exactly. So I'm pretty sure he hired some of the guys that were up and coming from there and probably brought them to Texas. Yeah. And give then bigger, that give him bigger jobs. And that scheme is probably really helping him look much better. Because he looks great, so I'm not this. I'm not saying he's not good. I'm the dude's a baller. I'm just saying that's than Brock Purdy. Yeah, if Brock no, Purdy looked this good. Of course, CJ Stroud. So two I'm picks. saying that the scheme is probably helping him develop way quicker to compare to other quarterbacks that would have struggled so like huge in the first year compared to what CJ's doing. Mm. That no one's brought up that point no. that maybe that system is helping him develop much faster. Possibly. Possibly, my brother. and But, you know, Sunshine, Trevor Lawrence did his thing. He only got one touchdown, one interception, but he threw that ball all over the field. He went 64 yards. I'm going to go now. I'm going to skip over your Broncos. I'm going to go to Rams, Cardinals. Rams blew out the Cardinals. I knew they are going to beat them, but damn. Because Kyler Murray is back, but is he? So, you know, it is what it is. Um, let's go to your Broncos now. Um, Browns, Broncos. I should have called the Broncos. Now, thinking back. It was just my hate for your team was why I didn't. Honestly, I like the Browns. I've, I've liked the Browns players for so long. They have a they have a Nigerian brother of mine uh, as a tight end in Joku. So uh, I I I wanted the Browns to win, but I totally forgot that Deshaun Watson went down. That's the honestly got true. Totally forgot. And if I would have remembered that, I would have chose your Broncos. And hey, I would have got one up on you. But your Broncos win 29-12. Did you go to that game, Tony? Yeah, I'm right here. You okay, cut off you, for a second there. Oh, did, did you go to that game, Broncos versus Browns? I did not. I actually stayed home and watched it. Um, actually, it was great to watch it from home. Let me tell you, um, as far as you know, being a Denver Bronco fan, it felt great to see them put this win streak together. Yeah. But that was dominant. And I'm not talking about offensively. What I mean, they went up to Cleveland is rated a top three defense, right? 
Yeah. And statistically, they're putting up these stats as number one defense. It's stuff that hasn't been done in so many years. And Denver ran the ball down their throat and did whatever they wanted to. That game there was all about who's the more physical team. And I was very surprised to see my Broncos actually out-physical the Browns. I mean, how that many was times, a surprising time. That was a fr- surprising thing for me. How many times have we seen a quarterback only throw 134 yards and win a game decisively? Mm-hmm. That tells you everything we need to know about what's going on. It's the system. They tell Russell Wilson and what what we envision Brock Purdy to be is what Russell Wilson is, and what and what Brock Purdy's doing we envision for Russell Wilson to be. Like it's it's completely inverted scenario because Brock Purdy's over here throwing the ball all over the field getting three touchdowns running and Russell Wilson is literally a game manager at this point he can't even get to 200 yards that's what he is now that, look if you watch the game and then I'll, we'll move on real quick after yeah. this when you watch the games and I get everyone's talking about Russell 20 touchdowns four picks yeah. yeah it's great I'm happy but this must drive Sean Payton insane that he can't run his offense that he doesn't really have a quarterback that can read the whole field. That must drive him nuts because they don't throw in the middle of the field whatsoever. So if I'm a defense, I literally pack the outsides and say, run the ball if you can on my defense. I know you're not passing down the middle, so I'm going to take the outsides away. And how other teams haven't picked that up, I have no idea. But Russell Wilson is still, he's been showing, he's actually scrambling more than he's done in years. So he's if they're doing stuff like that, he's been smart enough to run it right up the gut. I've seen enough games where he's done that. I know you've seen it. So he's like, oh, you're going to take that away? Boom, five, six yards. What's up? Pick yeah, your poison. He Look, with him, just imagine if they had anything of a better quarter. And I'm not knocking him. Good. I'm happy. Blah, 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 blah. But you're not winning a Super Bowl with Russell Wilson right now. And, and happy belated birthday to him. He just turned 35 this week. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he did. But you're not winning a Super Bowl with him. Mm. You're not. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, stranger things have happened. What's the name of Trent Dilfer's won one? Um, I mean, um, Flacco's won one. I mean, what are we talking about? Ken, look, that's a a one credit to them is that that's the type of team that does win playoff type games where you play good defense and then you run the shit. Yeah, yeah. And you run the ball. That's what Broncos are doing. And and that's (laughs) what they're doing. So so we'll see how it plays out. They're the hottest team in the league right now outside of Philly. We'll see how it, it, it plays out in the playoffs. I don't think Russell Wilson is going to be able to win in a Super Bowl in Denver. I mean, that's a very different tune from when we traded for him. But, hey, I'll keep the wins coming and I'll stay happy. Are you tired of spending your entire weekend at dealerships only to feel as if you got a raw deal? Don't you hate all the back and forth and haggling for countless hours? Imagine this. While you are at work or having dinner or just enjoying life, the people at Pure Diamond Auto are working a great deal on your behalf. With Pure Diamond Auto, they have a team of former sales and finance managers who know all the tricks of the trade. Call 562-PDA-PDA. 7888 today for a free consultation. That's 562-732-7888. What can I say? I love PDA.
All right, speaking of Philly, um, Philly went ahead and had the game of the season going all the way to overtime against the Bills. As the Bills had a big lead, but it didn't matter because in the fourth quarter, Eagles outscored them 17-7. They had a 10-point lead going into the fourth, and Eagles said, nah, we good. Let's go ahead and get this win and went ahead and beat them down in overtime. Eagles beating the Bills 37-34. What we got on this one, Tony? Hey, man, the Eagles are the Eagles. They're going to continue getting wins, and yeah. they have a big-time matchup coming up this weekend. Yeah. with the 49ers so you're gonna find out and that's why i was telling you about the niners earlier mm -hmm. that's why i want to talk about it now is that now you're gonna find out how good the eagles are because they're doing what they have to whether mm -hmm. they win ugly scoring a lot of points low scoring game they're getting the wins and they're just stacking them up for the 49ers this is extremely important this week uh coming up because if they want to be able to beat philadelphia in the playoffs they got to figure out how to get that number one seed Mm -hmm. So they need to beat the Eagles coming up. And then now they're a game off of them. Okay. Or, you know, so. Yeah, so they're moving on. We're going to go to the Ravens versus the Chargers. Now the Char Ravens keep doing what they're supposed to be doing. Keep stacking up wins. But they beat the Chargers just 20 to 10. I want to stop here for a second. You know, Herbert's doing the best he can. Their coach going to get fired at the end of the season. But Lamar Jackson, we went into this season saying this is the best receiving core he's had, the best offense he had, line, blah, 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 running game. They have everything, everything he needs to win. I, and I went on the limb saying, not on the limb, but me and other people saying he's going to be an MVP again. He, he's won unanimous MVP with less, you know, and, he's, and he's, he just got his bag. And I'm, we're hoping Odell will be at least half himself. He hasn't really been there. He's been there half the time. But Lamar Jackson with 177 yards and one touchdown, eh, like another game manager. And it's just like, what's happening to these guys where you got people like CJ Stroud and Brock Purdy making these guys look obsolete? Like, it's, it's to a point, like, is it the system? Is it the quarterbacks? What exactly are we looking at? Because if I'm seeing guys in fantasy sports, I like to look at that, destroying people who we assume will be uh, MVP-level quarterbacks, What's going on? What, what My, do you see happening with Lamar Jackson? Now? You you answered both of your you answered your question with two points there. Okay, look, one, you're too many people are into fantasy. They're all oh, but this quarterback's doing great in fantasy. This one's not. He only threw 177 yards. Oh, but this one threw for 400 yards. But are they winning? They, Lamar they're Jackson, winning. No, no. Brock Purdy's La, winning. Lamar Jackson is winning. What seed are they his in? Team, his team is winning. What seed are they in? Mike, where are the Ravens right now? They're they're number one, but guess what? Exactly. The same, okay. They have, the same, they have the same record as the if, Niners. If they continue winning, yeah, but the Niners are chasing the Eagles, so they have the number one seed. They're doing their job. Lamar's doing his job. You can criticize them all you want, whether if he has a bad game, good game, whatever. They're winning. Now let's go back to Russell Wilson. Well, I was just kind of a little down on him, right? Yeah. They're winning. Now here's the component that you're not talking about enough. Who are their head coaches? Harbaugh and Sean Payton, yeah. guys that know how to win. So it, you have to pick your poison. So look at Justin Herbert, right? Puts up all these points, gets all these touchdowns. Are they winning? Throwing no. Picks too, though. Throwing a lot of picks. Exactly. Are they winning? No. So what is it about? Fantasy or winning football games? Well, you hold on. If, I look, if, so, if, I'm looking, if I'm looking at these stats, and this is different from like basketball or whatever. If, I, if I'm a baseball player, like, like Mike Trout, like like another guy on that same team was the uh, Atani, they put up these big numbers, but their pitching sucks, so they're not doing their job. So you have the same thing. You have a quarterback 
who's throwing up all these numbers, getting the ball down the field, getting touchdowns, sometimes not even turning the ball over, but the defense sucks or the O-line sucks or the special team sucks. So now you lose. So I, I never liked it when they put the entire win on the quarterback. Like, And they, they like to say that, oh, this is Dak versus uh, uh, Jalen Hurts. No, it's not. It's Dak versus Philly's defense. and it's, You know what I mean? But, because but they that don't goes go back to my point. Other. So you're, you're talking about that, right? But I'm saying look at the look at the head coaching. The coaching understands what they have in their team and what they need to do to win. Sometimes you need to take the ball out of your quarterback's hand and turn them into a, just a, a game manager for that situation for that week to get that win. Yes, look, can Russell Wilson throw the ball in the air 55 yards and throw it to a deep pass here and there? Absolutely. But they're probably not going to win. They understand they need to control the ball, take the, take the air out of the ball like they say in football, con control the clock, and just get the wins as you go along. Look at what was the te last team they blew out. Look at that score the Ravens just had with with the Chargers, twenty to ten. That's not God. That's not like this game we just finished watching, forty-one thirty-five. Right? Who? So who do you trust more? If they were in the playoffs right now, would you trust the Cowboys or would you trust the Ravens? Ravens. Who would you exactly? So it's a winning formula. So no need but to cru that's not, crucify that's, that's them. Easy. I'm not going to trust the Cowboys no matter what. The fact that the <laughs> Sea Chickens and Seahawks get got 35 on a short week on the road, injury riddle, and they got 35 with the Cowboys, that tells me all I need to know. Like I told you before, we give it more light to them, but the but, Cowboys but who I thought they were. They're, but we're talking about Lamar. A, See, because yeah. we're so used to seeing that MVP season and what he did a couple years ago. No, yeah. the coaching staff understands what they have in him. And what they need from him is not to throw the ball 45 times. They'll lose games that way. That means yeah, they're they're yeah. behind and they're trailing and they need to catch up. Sure, sure. Moving on. It sounds boring, but it's winning. Yeah, whatever. I still don't see. I don't know. I, I, I don't see the Ravens beating even the Chiefs. In the playoffs? Yep. This version, this version of the Chiefs right now yep. in Baltimore. Yep. I don't know. I got I got Baltimore in that. I might even call Miami. If if that game is in Kansas City, yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs. You this sure. version of these Chiefs right now. You know what? You know what? You know what? I'm taking Jacksonville on the road to beat Baltimore. How about that? They, they, Jacksonville are the road warriors of the league right now outside of Philly because, come on, Philly only has one loss in the season. doesn't really count. But actually, no. Philly's only loss is on the road. So Jacksonville are the road warriors of the league. I'll take Jacksonville in the beating the Ravens in the first round of the we'll Pelican Wild Card Series. Out. Yeah. All right. Anyways, moving on. Bears, Vikings. Um, the Bears beat them in probably the ugliest game of the season. I don't want to give that any light to me. And I, I'm very pro-black. You know that? Yeah, two black quarterbacks. I said it in the chat somewhere. I said, these guys set black quarterbacks back 40 years or longer. Because <laughs> Warren, Moon, Warren Moon's turning over in his grave right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. You, you got Mr. Alopecia over here, um, Villanueva, over here looking <laughs> trash. I mean, I mean, I understand. He's a journeyman or whatever. I get that. But damn. Like, these guys are fumbling, intercept. I was like, dude, Justin Fields, do you know how to play football? Like, the fact he doesn't even know how to slide. This so, dude's out here just running, rub shot, just, just so, throwing his Mike, body in it. I was like, oh, my God. Mike, Did you see him crying when he had that last fumble? 
He like, literally can, was crying. Can we put the Justin Fields in Chicago to rest now? Oh my God. They Jesus have to. Christ. Uh, this is something I told you last year oh that he's God. that he's not that good. They hey, they're gonna get another quarterback. And he, and he threw he threw his coach under the bus. Was that this year? It was early they, this year. They need look. I'm like, he bro, needs to, you're stupid. He needs to move. They need to move on from him, and it's gonna be the best thing for him. Let him get somewhere else where he could be a backup to and, and with a good coach, and maybe they can mold him and, and make him into a starter. But he, it's not going to happen in Chicago. They need to move on. They need to go draft Caleb. They're going to end up with the number one pick. Not because oh, them, they, because they, they, they got, got a pick swap, right? Or something like that. No, they got Carolina's pick for that yeah. for that uh, Bryce Young trade. Remember? It worked out for them. It worked out for them. So they'll end up with Caleb. And if it's not Caleb, Drake may. It all depends if Caleb decides to come out. But you know he is. But see, so. this is the thing. Uh, not to cut you off. But the Bears need more than a quarterback. Yeah, but they I, still I, I have another pick. I don't believe in Caleb. And look, Caleb I, jumping in I, his mama's arms, crying like that, something about him, I, I'm not digging it. And, and I don't think he's going to be good in that cold weather. There's a reason yeah. why they don't get good quarterbacks in, in Chicago. That weather, that ball don't travel the same. There's brick out there. You know, and, and they're still outdoors team. If they were in Minnesota, had a dome or something but, and turf or whatever, but I don't see it. They, they need to have a ground and pound, defensive-minded team like they've always been. And they can be offensive-minded to a degree, but I, I just don't see it. Uh, look, if I'm them, I, look, Caleb-wise, he should be somewhere in the West Coast where it's a little warmer. Yep. Uh, Drake May, um, yeah, I don't think he'll fit in Chicago that well. I would trade back and then look for a veteran quarterback. Uh, I don't know. There'll be some guys available out there. Russell All right. Wilson. All right. <laughs> Stop it. You, you guys are yeah. married to him. That money, y'all married. So um, let's recap this week. So so how do we do? We both went 12-3 and three this week, man. That's weird. Yep, 12 and 3. Again. I'm going to have to pick one opposite of you just just, just because. But so that's how you end up losing. One. Exactly. Chasing, chasing that win. So right now I'm still up by one. Yep, so game. moving on to week 13. Let's get to it. We both got wins with the Cowboys. Then we'll move on. We did call because, that before, guys. Yeah. So here we have it. So we both had the Cowboys. And then we both got wins there. Okay, so the first uh, game, we have the Colts at the Titans. Who you got, Mike? I'm going first. Okay. Uh, we're on the road. Um, interesting thing is the Colts are the favorites by point, which in essence, that's them saying it's a wash. Um, Vegas saying it's a wash. Um, the fact that they have a point on the road. Actually, no, that's not them saying it's a wash. Saying they have them by three and a half points because they're on the road. So with that logic, I'm going with the Colts. Yeah, I'm going with the Colts as well. Uh, I don't trust the Titans. And every time I've picked against the Colts, they win. So I'm going to go with the Colts on this one. All right. Um, next game, we got the Falcons at the Jets. Come on, man. You love the Jets so much. You want to take the Jets? You should go first. Let's go, let's go back and forth. I'm going to take the Jets. You're taking Just the Jets? Because, yeah, I'm taking the Jets. They're at home. Okay. Well, the, they're, the, they're the, the funny thing is the Jets are 2-4 and four at home. But, you know, the funny thing is the Falcons are 1-4 and four on the world. Good Lord. <laughs> so, yeah, so like you're shooting yourself in the foot with either team anyhow. But someone's got to win the game. Watch this win. game. In, so watch this end up in a tie. <laughs> no, I don't think there's going to be any ties this year. 3-3. Three, um, three. You know what? Uh, I, I believe in, in Bajan Robinson, the rookie. 
uh, even against this defense. Um, Atlanta's a two-point favorite on the road, so that means they're a decisive favorite if they were home. I'm going with the Falcons. That's one we split. Let's go. See, as much as I want to pick Atlanta on there, mm -hmm. I'm just not going to go against the Jets. But I here's the fear with the Jets, that they just fall apart. Wait, real quick. Aren't the Falcons at five and six still the uh, the leader in that division, the AFC South? The I don't AFC have South? it in. Uh, no, 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 no. I think someone's ahead of them. Wait, okay. Let's name the yeah, teams yeah. in the NFC South. Look, so look it up. Look it up. I'm not going to look it up. You look it up. Are you nah, in your car No, no, no. No, because I only have my phone. I don't have my computer here. I'm in the oh, man cave man. right now. Oh, you know, oh, I'm back oh, in the man cave. Because I'm trying to think. Um, oh, no, that's not the one I wanted. So, because it's Atlanta, New Orleans, um, Tampa Bay. It'll be New Orleans. And then we're missing a team. The Colts, right? The Colts no, no, are in no, the no, AFC, bro. AFC, sorry. Just... All right, hold on. Let's let's get here. Oh, no, no. That's the Panthers. Yeah, you, you might be right. Yeah, I think I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that, can we just wash that division away? <laughs> that's what I was like. I think I'm right. Let me see here. That's the NFC, right? Yeah. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's the this saddest time. thing. That some garbage-ass team like the Falcons might get in, <coughs> and they're going to get smoked and annihilated I mean, in the, the playoffs. The Saints are getting in. That's why you said the coaching staff is going to get fired, because yeah, the Saints are yeah. easily the best team in that division. And how paper. could – exactly. And if they miss the playoffs, they're all going to get fired. Absolutely. I 1,000% I agree, more so now than ever. And that's a good segue to the next game. Lions at Saints. I'm definitely taking the Lions there. I do All not right. trust the Saints. I got the Lions as well. They're four and a half favorites on the road. Next. Broncos at Texans. Oh, the, this the, one, is the a, one week I was going to take your Broncos. I was tired of not picking them. Oh, my God. And so, it's such uh, a tough game to pick, dude. It really is. You went first last time, so I guess it's my turn to go first. Yeah, I believe the Texans are, what, uh, two-point favorite? Three. Went up. Three-point favorite. Yeah. Yep. Same record. This is a huge pivotal game. Yeah, because they're both they're both fighting for, fight that, for that seven spot. spot. Yep, <laughs> they're both fighting for the seven. Uh, actually, they're ahead of Buffalo. So are they? Is it the six or the seven they're fighting for? It's the seven. It's they're a seven. For the seven. Yeah. yeah. Because so, I think the Colts have the same record, and they're in the seven. They're in yeah. the playoffs right now. They're 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 all fighting for that seven because the team with the six is coming out of AFC North all day. Yep. So yeah. So I, I, I yeah. So anyways. You, I'm going first. Okay. So, no. No, damn that. You're going first. It's your team. Okay. As much as I want to pick the Broncos, I think the Texans are going to win it. But my heart still doesn't let me pick against them. I'm going with the Broncos. Oh! <laughs> Houston Texans are a three-point favorite. Um, if it was two and a half, it's like a wash, but they give them a little edge there. They're a good home team, four and two. Your Broncos are a 500 team on the road, but they have a five-game winning streak. I am going to still choose your Broncos, which means it's probably going to jinx them, and they're going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> See, typical Raider fan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on, moving on. We got the Chargers at the Patriots. <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm going to take the Chargers and watch them lose. I'm taking the Chargers as well. They're a five-and-a-half yeah. favorite on the road. All right, we'll move on. The Cardinals at the Steelers. I'm taking the Steelers there. Although, I'm... I'm supposed Although, to go first this time. Nah, we're just picking, man. Okay. I'm thinking Steelers. Steelers as well. Yeah. I, I would want to pick the Cardinals because I think their offense is going to generate something, but. Against the Steelers still, defense? Yeah. On the road in Pittsburgh? Stop. That's one of those type of games where Kyler might just go off and run for like 140 yards by nope. himself nope. because he's going to scramble all he wants. But, 
but I'm not. Yeah, weather has a lot to do with it. What yep. if it rains? So yeah, I'm definitely sticking with the Steelers. But yep. it wouldn't surprise me to be. It would be a much closer game than people think. It's gonna be a close game because Steelers can't score. But you know, whatever. Go ahead. Uh, next game, we have the Dolphins at the Commanders. I think we I go, both I, are going Dolphins. Yeah. Okay. We both go. Dolphins. Yeah. Come on, dude. Nine half favorites on the road. That's crazy. Everybody's getting <laughs> fired there too. Exactly. So we move along to the Panthers at the Bucks. You want to take That's the Panthers? There's, so, not, there's nothing so, tough about that. Is that? No. It's not? That's this, bucks this, this, all day. It's divisional rivalry, though, bro. It does not matter. The The Panthers just fired their coach. Yeah. They're in shambles. That that yeah. organization, think about, they fired, I, I think it was four coaches in the last five years. That's, yeah, they're, they're owner. And they talk about that on first take. How Shout out to Stephen A. Smith, who brought the stats, because he's a Steelers fan. That that owner was a, a minority owner from the Steelers organization. An uh, organization has only had three head coaches in the last fifty-five years, you know. And Chuck Noll and um, uh, Coward, Coward and, and, and Tomlin and Tomlin, crazy. Yep. And this guy's going through coaches like 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 they're going out of style. And the and thing is, those him. contracts are yes, yeah, I have to say those contracts are guaranteed. You're just burning money at this point, so it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, that's just crazy. He's, he's, he's literally paying four quarterbacks, uh, four, four coaches right now. That's insane. insane. Four head coaches right insane. now. Insane. Insane amount of money. But I'm going with the Bucks too. Mike Evans is going to go off. All right. We move along to the juggernaut game of this week. We got the 49ers at the Eagles. You didn't want to go Rams-Browns? No, no. I, I, I have it here in order. Oh, I got 49ers-Eagles. I would have said they're going. They're playing at the same time. I would have. I would have said Rams Brown first. We could kind of the climax. You know, you know, go from here and go to the Rams Brown. Come on, anyways, that's okay. I, I, this, this, this is your segment. This is your segment. My bad. My bad. I, I'll go with the flow. I'm sorry. I'm you know I'm a control freak. Look, uh, 49ers Eagles. You're going first, bro. Look, as much as I want to pick the 49ers because I, I really want them to win, I'm going to stick with the Eagles. There, there's a reason why they've only lost one game. They're they're a good football team. They know how to win. Yeah. I think the 49ers defense might give them some troubles, but I'm sticking with the Eagles there. Uh, I'm going to go against my sweet brother, Numsi, my brother, AC from AC Sports Live. He's going to be mad at me, my boy, Kmart. Um, for, oh, damn, I forgot the name of his show. My bad. I know Curtis is listening right now. You know, bro, you got multiple shows. I don't know which one we're going to call it, okay? The 3 with no podcast, but you have another one for your Eagles. So, anyways, they're going to be mad at me. But my girl, my ex-co-host, Two Scoops, She's going to love me right now. This is so fun. I should bring them on about this, but it is what it is. I got the Niners winning. They're three-point favorites on the road in, in going to the league. This is the thing. The Niners already hit their snag. Now they was able to adjust. Players are healthy. They got too many weapons. And the way I've seen, yes, the Eagles have come back to win games. That's admirable. But they're not going to be able to do that against these Niners. If you're going down 10 points, if you're down by 10 going to the fourth, you're done. Similar to the similar to Dallas, except the, the Niners could do this down or up. Once they have you down, they don't let you up. If you fall down to the Niners, you're done. I don't care if you're at home or what. Now, the games will be interesting. Then it hurts going to make a comeback, but it won't be enough. I got the Niners winning this game in a close one in, in Philly at the link. All right. So that's going to be a juggernaut. And as we move along, we got the Browns at the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a tough one, bro. It's here in SoFi. Yeah, that means nothing. It's here well, in SoFi. Well, no, the for the Rams, I'm sorry. Yeah, for the Rams, Rams have yeah. a better fan base, and there isn't that many Brown. There's not that many Browns fans out in and, the West and, Coast. And, and the thing is, LA. the Chargers are the ones who don't have a home field advantage, but the Rams tend to. So it's Browns, Rams, 
Um, I'm first this time. So, um, as much as I love the Browns, I'm going to go with the Rams because they're at home and they have the better quarterback playing. Same same here. I didn't like what I saw from the Browns last week against Denver. You think so they I'm fall taking... out the playoffs because yeah, of I th- John Watson? I, I think so, dude, because DTR, I, I think DTR is out with the concussion because he got that knocked sucks. out that game. Sucks. These guys and are open for a pro, uh, uh, Super Bowl. Uh, no, man. It's all about paper. Wow. Look, it, it, but they don't have the quarterback. Yeah, sucks. And then they have a tight end that can't hold on to the ball. And Joku. And then Cooper keeps dropping balls, too. Yeah, Armani. They, they're all acting like they play for the Kansas City Chiefs right now. Mm, 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 mm. So, no, I'm going with the Rams. I just didn't like the way the Browns looked last week. So, with that, we're going to move along. We got the Sunday defending Night champions, Chiefs at yeah. the Packers. Yeah, like, Lambo. At Lambo. So I, I think that game's actually be much closer. I still am gonna go with the Chiefs out of respect for them, the defending Super Bowl champions, but it would not surprise me to see the Packers give them a, a fight. So I'm going Chiefs there. Hey man, I'm not gonna listen to the guy who, who last season said the Chiefs ain't gonna make the playoffs when it comes to the Chiefs. <laughs> I hey, I told you. I, uh, hey, so far I think almost every game I've gotten right on the Chiefs this year. But but the hey. thing is, is that, you know, your hyperbole be killing me. The same as y'all like to say Ty Lue. Did I not send you a video this week where they were talking about Ty Lue? It's like, if not, probably one of the best, if not the best head coach in the league. But y'all want to clown me. And these are people who get paid to talk about this stuff. So it is. What Ty it is. Lue would not be who he is if he didn't coach LeBron freaking James. Okay. The so what, end. Okay. If you, you, you say that about Ty Lue. Okay. Why, He's so great. Him? Okay. No, no, no. He's so great. He should win a championship with this Clippers squad. No, it's the Clippers. No, no, I don't care. Okay, he's that good. Come on, he's that good. Best coach in the league. That's what Mike Stafford says. Paul George, Harden, and and Russell Westbrook. Paul George is cool, not in the playoffs. Russell Westbrook, really? Russell Westbrook? Can I ask you a question? Harden in the playoffs? Trash. Kawhi, he's finally playing. This is the first year he's actually played. He played seven. Hold on. He hasn't played 17 straight games since 2016. Mike, <laughs> can I ask you a question? What, man? How many Hall of Famers play on that team? Too many. It means nothing to me. It's not a bit. How many Hall okay. of Famers play for Denver? How many Hall of Famers play for Denver? One. Is the Nuggets? Yes. Yeah. One. And what they win championship. Okay. And they win championships. So yeah. what I'm saying what is that Ty Lue has way more weapons to try no, to get he it done no, he don't. this year. No, and watch no, him no. not get it no. done. That's not true, cause that now now see that's, nope. that's the thing. Nope, cause nope. now you're sounding nope. like now you're sounding like those 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 internet geeks who look at stats and stuff like that, and not watching the games. Harden's far past his prime. Westbrook is far past his prime, and they couldn't win it together at OKC or Houston. So it means you, it makes no look, difference. You already no, no, know no. what I Paul, you Paul, already Paul know Jordan. what I feel about James Harden. I really don't care for him, but oh, he's a Hall of Famer. Well. I don't really don't care for him. You can be a Hall of Famer, don't win. Charles Barkley is a Hall of Famer. I he thought, isn't he such a good coach that he could get the best out of his no, team? No, see, not, not, uh, not, not, see? Nah, nah, no, not, no, no, works. no, Ty, you, you no, need no, 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 right players. No, 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 too many stars. Uh, not, not enough. Are you going to pick the Chiefs or the Packers? My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the Chiefs. All right. I'll take the Chiefs. Got to get you back in line after. Yeah, you know, you know I, I, I go on a tangent. You know, I start going left field. You got to bring me back in, brother. And then the last right. game, Monday Night Football, Bengals, Jags. I, I already know who you're picking. You're going with the Jags. There's no way none of us are picking the Bengals right now. Well, the Jags are 500 on the, at home. They're they're road warriors. Remember, I told you that they're 5 and on the road. So at home, absolutely, you but never come know. On. The Bengals don't really have a quarterback. You really want to pick be, them? I would not be surprised if Bengals win that game, bro. You want to take them? No. 
All right, Dags. <laughs> oh, man. That was a quick no. No, not at all. <laughs> See? End of argument. <laughs> now we can segue into the NBA. Those are our picks for the NFL for week yep. 13. So we'll yep. move on to the NBA. Back my to Mr. Segment. Ty Lue over here. Nope, nope. This is my segment. This is what I get down. Ty Lue. Ty <laughs> best coach in the NBA. <laughs> get out of here with that. Get out of here. Oh, Everyone man. bashed you on that. Even your boy AC put you in your place over it. He didn't put me in my Good. place. Yes, he he Y'all was y'all was riding me like a dang donkey look, at a fair, man. For me and some of my buddies, alcohol well, might have been. And the thing, the, thing is, the thing is crazy. Your boy's a Clipper fan and AC is a Clipper fan too. No, like, look, look. You know. Alcohol was in my system, yeah. right? But AC was very nice and gracious Dry. enough to to go to you and say, Tony's absolutely right on this. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Okay. He, you didn't see it coming. And I, I laughed so hard. Yeah, you I did, laughed you could, so hard. You started high five with you. What's your boy's name? The Clipper fan? I call him Clipper fan. What do you call Eloy. him? Eloy. Oh, that's why I never remember. I ain't gonna remember. That's a tough one. I'm gonna call him Eli. How about that? Anyway, <laughs> I don't. Eli, I, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ever. I met this guy so many times. Had drinks with him, argued with him for hours, and I can't remember his goddamn name. That sucks. I'm a bad friend. Anyways, um, dude. All right, straight up NBA, NBA action. Let's get into it. Now, oh, you want to talk about the tournament? We're gonna go straight to the tournament. We're gonna we're go going straight, straight to the into tournament. it. Going straight into the tournament. So as it as it lays out, do you have it in front of you? Because I think you had it all laid out um, in yeah, front have of you right. with, with the tournament. So um, where's the standings, bro? Where's the standings? Well, it's not the standings. It's now already the well, seeding. It, yeah, it's, it's the seeding because now, now we're in the knock. We call it the knockout rounds. The right? knockout rounds. We're in the knockout rounds. So let's take a look at it. This so this all starts right. December 4th. Yeah, it, it starts it starts Tuesday. Yep. It starts Tuesday. No, no, Monday. Monday. No, it starts Tuesday. No, I have it right here. Celtics at uh, Celtics at the Pacers, December fourth. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And then Monday. Pelicans yeah. at Kings. Pelicans, Kings. Yeah. So those yeah. two games are going Monday, on on Monday, Tuesday. and then Both Tuesday. All the games with TNT. Wow. Yeah, and then Tuesday you have the Knicks at the Bucks, and then the Suns at the Lakers. Yep, 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 yep. So I, I want to do something. I want to do a, first. I want to just kind of chime in real quick about. Um, we know we're a Lakers fan base here. So I'm going to go with the Lakers. How they dominate. It's like they only get up to play bad teams and the pool play. Now, a lot of um, Warrior fans are online on Twitter or X, whatever you call it these days, and say that the NBA set this up for the Lakers to just take it. But mind you, they didn't know that the Memphis Grizzlies were going to have injuries and jobs going to be suspended for 25 games when they made this. Like, all that stuff happened after the fact. So that's one. The Suns are also in their pool. Right, and they beat them too. And the Suns was supposed to be was projected to be the best team in the West after the trades when they when they got uh they, they went and got KD and they got Bradley Bills. That they couldn't foresee that Booker and Bill were gonna be missing a lot of time. So the, the the narrative that the Lakers had it easy, when I saw their pool, I was like, damn, that's probably the hardest pool. Because you had the Lakers, Suns, Memphis, and who else was in their pool? They had another good team in there. Was it Houston? Mm, I think so. I think, I think so. it was because I, I don't I, have I, the pool. I, I think those are already gone. They, they don't have those up anymore. Yeah, actually, no, I, I actually had it, but it doesn't you matter. It? Yeah, it doesn't matter. They, they beat everybody in their pool, and, and, and they beat them quite well. Oh, and it was Utah. It was Utah. Yeah, so Utah was in their pool. So, um, remember, we were supposed to go to that game, blah, blah, blah. But you so, were there. Yeah. <laughs> you got to see that ass whooping. I saw it. Up, it was one of the best games I've been to in a long time. It was actually very entertaining. It, it was a good game. It was fun. The Lakers look loose. They look good. And that's what the problem I have with them. One moment they look like that. One time they look like the Globetrotters. The next they don't. 
they beat down to Detroit, but then got beat down by Philly. You know, so it's like, damn. And then they lose again um, just last night to, um, to OKC. Now it's the second night of a back-to-back, right? They only dressed seven players. They have five players out of the rotation that are injured now. Rui Achimura, Vando is still, Gabe is gone. You know, Jackson Hayes is now out. So you have all these players who are in your rotation who are now all out injured. So in the second night of back-to-back, they started strong. They couldn't finish. LeBron looks old. AD looked dominant. That's what people don't talk about. Lakers lost, but AD looked dominant. He just has a, he only looked bad at one game of this four-game road trip against Embiid. That's a problem with the Lakers organization. The coaching staff needs to start. When they go against a traditional big, when you go against Embiid, when you go against Milwaukee, because they have two bigs over there, when you go up against uh, uh, um, Denver, right? When you go against these type of teams, you need to start another big. It, the guy doesn't even have to be big. He just Absolutely. has to make sure that AD does not be the primary defender. So he can roam and block those shots and still be fresh to play offensively. But they're not doing that. And then you allow AD to punish whoever the four is on the floor against them. Let AD punish them. Let Aaron Gordon try to guard AD in the post. You see what I'm saying? And then allow them to try to converge on him and you get wide open threes. You got to play smart. But they're not doing that. And and if you start Christian Wood against Denver, you can play virtually five wide. AD can still be pounding in the post, and Christian Wood's gonna shoot the top of the um, top of the key three. Exactly. He's straight. He's gonna stretch it out like a stretch yes. forward. But he's just a stretch five. It's yes. gonna allow AD to roam inside the paint, yes. get get the other four in foul trouble. And even yes. if they want to switch and then put Jokic on him, like in that matchup, well, guess what? Now Wood can go off on Gordon. Yeah. So, so it's it's like you got to play two bigs when there's a traditional you, big, you got to play two bigs against you, those teams. I think the Lakers overthink it way too much. I think they should just go with the two bigs and just roll with it. Yeah. So they can so they can start getting used to playing with each other because when they're okay this this game we're not going to do it. The next game we are. The next no. Let the other team adjust to you. Why are you yeah. adjusting to them? Yeah. If that's well, a strength I, I get, for you, I get why they don't do two bigs throughout the entire season. Because then LeBron has to chase around a bunch of threes. Okay, so or, let reason. me ask. So let me ask you this: You can hide LeBron or LeBron a little bit, and I'm going to tell you how. You already know what time it is. It's my favorite part of the show. It's the happy birthday. So let's go. Woody Allen turning 88 this week. And Lil Fitz from B2K turning 37. And Barry Gordy turning 90. Oh, good Lord. Luca Sabat, Luca from Gronish, she turns 25. Bo knows everything. Bo Jackson, the reason why I'm a Raider fan, he turned 61. John Stewart turned 61 as well. Garcia Bouvier turned 56. And Jarvis Landry turned 31. Hefpar, Julius. Bonjournat from Game of Thrones. That's the guy who used to bust everybody's head wide open like a cantaloupe. He turned 34. Styles P turned 49. And DJ Khaled, another one, turns 48. Ro Timmy turns 35. And Ed Harris turns 73. Bill Nye, the science guy, turns 68. And Christian Cage, that's Christian from the WWE, he turns 50. Russell Wilson, Sierra's husband, he turns 35. Jaleel White, that's Steve Urkel, he turns 47. Zoe Kravitz turns 35. 
And um, Howie Mandel turns 68. Charlize Glass, the dancer, she turns 22. Janelle Monet, my favorite, she turns 38. The Game, the Game, the rapper turns 44. Shawnee O'Neal turns 49. Yeah, 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 let's go. Reginae Carter, that is the daughter of Lil Tunchi. She turns 25. Twista turns 50. Um, Sarah Silverman turns 53. Stefan Diggs turns 30. Robin Gibbons turns 59. And Beth Miller turns 78. Don Cheeto turns 59. Um, LaShawn Lynch. LaShawna Lynch, she turns 37. Dana Brooke from the WWE, she turns 35. And Trey Song, yeah, he turns 39. Deshaun Jackson, that jackrabbit, he turns 37. Jerry Lawler, Jerry the King Lawler, WWE, turns 74. Summer Ray turns 40. Javier Baez, the baseball player, turns 31. Julius Randle turns 29. Michael Blackson, you motorsuckers, turns 51. Chrissy Teigen turns 38. Bryshear Gary, that's from, um, man, that TV show with, uh, oh, my God, The Wire, The Game. What are, which one of those shows is it? You know, the, uh, the Empire, Empire. Bryshear Gary, the youngest one, turns 30. Trinity Fatu turns 36. Randy Newman, I love L.A., turns 80. Ben Stiller turns 58. Judd Nelson turns 64. Steve Aoki, the DJ, turns 46. Cabinaire turns 44. And finally, 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 Billy Idol turns 68. All right. We have some honorable mention. Bruce Lee passed away 1973. Would have been 83 this month, this week. Tina Turner passed away earlier this year, would have been 84 this week. James Avery, Uncle Phil, passed away 2013, would have been 78 this week. Anna Nicole Smith passed away 2007, would have been only 56 this week. Jimi Hendrix passed away 1970, would have been 81 this week. Legendary broadcaster Vin Scully passed away last year, would have been 96 this week. One of the best comedians of all time, Richard Pryor, passed away 2005, would have been 83 this week. And finally, one of the best actors in the modern era, the Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman, passed away from cancer 2020, would have been only 47 this week week but that's all the birthdays we have this week guys now back to our show how and why so if your strength oh is ad one of your best players yes yes is lebron one of your best players yes yes so why are you not playing to their strengths? Yeah. So play to their strengths and give them the best possibility to dominate. But instead, you're going to ask him, oh, I need you to guard Jokic and pound against him. Dude, Jokic just manhandles him. Yeah. So did He really be. does. Everyone's still stuck on that 2020 championship. Yeah, AD was able to roam, but they had McGee. Yes, McGee was McGee was able to block shots. No, Dwight was one giving him fits. And, and then played a lot of a, minutes in that series. A, exactly. And then Dwight will come in and give him fits. AD didn't have to do that. AD now, they're like, hey, AD, go do that. No. Yeah. That, dude, play the two bigs. Let everyone else adjust to you. And as yep. far as LeBron, it's very simple. Let him play the point And, oh, he's going to have to guard a little guard. Let him shoot all he wants from out there. 
Yeah. Just let them play back a little bit. Who cares? The thing that's Disguise crazy. Them. Sorry, not to cut you off. The thing that's crazy is on paper, this team is deeper than that 2020 team. Yes. So why are we going against a like like this is the thing? And, and we're gonna we'll leave the Lakers after this. Um what's his name? I keep saying Vogel. What the hell is the name of the, the uh um, um uh, Rob Lowe, whatever the front oh. office. Rob Lowe. <laughs> made the roster dummy proof he knew his mistakes he's made when he blew up the team twice he's like okay he made he said i'm gonna give you the championship team 2.0 so i'm gonna make it to where you don't play your mini man lineups he's did when he had westby play four guards when he had pat bev and westby like what are you doing he said i'm gonna get rid of all those problems i'm gonna get these players and i'm gonna bring them back for cheap contracts now you can't you shouldn't be able to lose this is dummy proof and he's still a dummy with it like dude we our bigs we had dwight is a hall of famer we get that we, we get all that. But Jackson Hayes is younger, more athletic. And then you have Christian Wood who can shoot the three. McGee and them can never do that. So you got players who could do more offensively. Mm-hmm. And you're not utilizing them. You have D'Lo. I mean, the only thing we're missing is, is the IQ level because we have Rondo. Okay. We miss Rondo on the bench. Okay, I, I get that. We, we, we had Dudley on the bench. Okay, I get that. That's the parts we're missing. But when I'm it comes Mike. to everything else, Rui Hachimura... I'm going to stop you right there, and I'm going to bring up a very important point that I always bring up. Coaching, coaching, coaching. See, the thing, the the difference is Vogel, his identity has always been a big and defense. Ham doesn't stick to his identity. One game, he does one thing. Next game, he does another. We've seen enough of Ham already where his identity is kind of all over the place. It yeah. seems a lot like oh, one one day he wakes up like, oh, we're going to do this. Then the next day, oh, next game, oh, we're going to do that. Where Vogel stuck to it. Regardless of what it looked like throughout the season, he stuck with it. And then the players knew what they were. The players had knew what they had to do. And then there was some cohesionness as the way they played together. Because they were playing more and more and more. But this way, come on, man. That's their struggles. I have to agree with you because that's the same struggle I had coaching my um, my girls this year. Um, every week I was changing it because I was like, dude, I, I, I got to. I was tweaking it every week because I just want to get the best out of them. And then one thing would work, and then the next game it didn't. So I'm like, let me tweak it again. And I constantly kept doing that. And sure enough, we kept losing. And the girls just kept being confused. And that's that's on me. I take that on the chin. And so when you say that, it just rang in my head like, you know what, that's exactly what I did this year. Because I'm typically a good coach, but, you know, when my head's not in it, things going on in my personal life, just couldn't capitalize on it. So It's so very it, simple. Right. If you have a rotation, stick to no more than 10. It really, in the playoffs, is eight-man rotation. But right now, no more than 10. And then sorry for the other guys, you're going to have to sit on the bench. It's just part of it. Yeah. You, you play your nine guys. The other guys are bench guys. And when you need to give these guys rest like LeBron or AD, then you, then you rest them. Who cares? Give them the minutes. And, and if you lose, you lose. Who cares? Yeah. But you want to be able to get that cohesionness so everyone knows their job. They know how to play together. They know how to pass off a screen on defense. And what happens with the Lakers a lot, they get lost on defense because they're not used to playing together. Yep. Great point. Great point. Now, spinning off our Lakers, um, we did talk about the Lakers playing Phoenix on Tuesday night, the last game of the quarterfinals, knockout rounds, so to speak. So when I look at this, the first game, if I'm not mistaken, is going to be Monday at uh, 7 well, 7.30 Eastern, which is 4.30 our time. Pacers-Celtics. It's And it's, it's, what I like about this is college. It's winner takes all. 
who can win in just one game? It's not a series. So we can't, we can't look at it like that. You say, oh, the Celtics got it. No, Pacers are the top seed for a reason. You're going to be in Indiana for a reason because they won their pool. The Celtics had to blow out. They had to blow out the Bulls just to get in. So when I look at that, I have the Pacers winning the East in the playoffs. But this is knockout rounds. When I look at this, when you see that game, who do you got winning that game? You got the Celtics. I'm not picking against them. I don't know. Tyrese Halliburton, those guys are playing. They, they're the highest scoring team in the league. Doesn't matter. It's a playoff game. It's not a playoff game. It's a one game. Of, it's a, it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a one it's game a elimination. Play, it's a playoff elimination. One game. And so the, if they beat them, they're out. Game seven. It's a game exactly. Seven. It's a game seven. So who are you going to put your money on? The Celtics. There's okay. no way when, I'm when picking the Pacers. It, when you say it that way. Yeah, uh, it's the Celtics. The Pacers are at home. A good home team, and they're a young team who's gonna who's gonna fight harder yeah. to win this game. I, I, I like actually, gonna, those young teams like the Kings, Pelicans, Pacers. That, those teams are gonna fight harder than everyone else. See, look, I actually think that Pelicans Kings game is gonna be awesome to watch because I think the Celtics are just gonna run them over. But that, that's 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 the game right after. So yeah. So you, you say the Celtics gonna win that game? Yeah, um, easy. I don't think easy. I I have the Celtics as well winning that game. I'm you know, fighting you on it. So then the game after that on Monday night, we got the Pelicans versus the Kings in the knockout round. And they trying to light that beam over there in Sacramento. Who you got winning that one? I got. The I, think, Kings. I think I think Zion's playing. Yeah, I still got the Kings. You know what? I, I'm over here saying all this stuff. I wrote it all down. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down. I, I actually I chose Boston and I chose the Kings. So what am I saying? I did yeah. in my NBA top picks. So I, I actually chose it already. So then on, on Tuesday, the first game is the Knicks in Milwaukee. We got winning that one. I got the Bucks. So do I. I got the Bucks yeah, as well. I got well. the Bucks. And then the nightcap, Lakers, um, Phoenix versus Lakers in L.A. L.A. is a very good home team. Um, horrible road team. So they're at home. We got winning this game. Now, here's the question on this game. Are the Who's Suns playing? fully? Yeah. <laughs> if they're if the Suns are fully healthy and they got their big three out there, I'm taking the Suns. This is the thing. I feel like Bradley Bill's gonna come back on that night. And I still got the Lakers winning. I'll tell you why. Because he's coming back on that night and he's gonna be rusty and they're gonna take the ball out of Booker's hands, and there you go. <laughs> look, That's if how he, I look at it. Just but him just being in uniform and being out there, knowing look, he doesn't have, have to go out there and really defend much. Who's he gonna defend? Austin Reeves? Who, who is he going to defend on the starting five? Guardian is tough. Austin Reeves draws fouls on you. D'Lo's going to hit that wide open yeah. three in your eye. Yeah, so oh. all he's going, all he has to do is just kind of step off and not overplay Reeves. If you have and, let, and give him player, the jump shot, they'll play better defense than Beal will. No, so back to my he has point. A back, he has a back injury. So here, here goes back to my point. So my point being is, with him not being the focal point of the offense, it's going to be Booker and KD. He's going to be able to get wide open jump shots. All he has to do is hit a couple. And if all three are playing, I'll take Phoenix. Now, if Beal's not back, I'm taking the Lakers. I'm taking the Lakers no matter what. I'm not hedging my bet. Oh, no, one. it's not about hedging because Phoenix, look, the thing with Phoenix, they're built. That team is built for all three of them to be playing. If one is not playing, they're not dy dynamic. They're dynamic when all three are on the court. That's how that team was designed. But you take one of those components away, they're nowhere than the, the same team. Nowhere. They're, if you took, say, Beal, and you just rolled with Booker and Durant, mm -hmm. and it's a seven-game series, I'm not putting my money on them. I'm putting on the Lakers. 
I'm putting it on anybody else. But when it's those three guys, they're just it, it just fits to me, it fits well. All right. Well, moving on, that's that's the in season tournament talk. Starts next week. And if whoever advances when they go to the semis, those games are gonna be in Las Vegas. And that starts on those games are played on the seventh and the ninth of December. And um oh, before we move move from that, Tuesday, are we going to the game, Tony? Are you finally yes. gonna go? Okay, yes. so give me the skinny online recorded. What's the what's the how we're gonna get into this game? Because the picks, the picks, the tickets I showed you are double the price. Double the, the price. I They're saw double that. Double the ones from Utah. Yes. So, um, how are we gonna get in? I'm not buying them this time. Cause I bought two tickets last time. I ain't doing it. <laughs> uh, we ain't doing it. So, well, how are we getting into this game? I want to be look there. for tickets. What you mean? I thought you had to hook up with the Amex. No, yeah, you still have to buy a ticket to get in the game, and then we you just buy go a to the ticket. Yeah, you just buy a ticket up top, and then you just go straight to the lounge. You just got to get there early before everyone takes up all the seats. So as long as you have a Centennial or Centennial, whatever it's called, American Express card, the Platinum, you're able to go into that suite and sit there. So, so the they first have a come first. They, they, do they yeah. check to see or like, how do you do this? So so the way it works, they make they make sure you have a ticket. So they scan your ticket as you get into Staples. Mm -hmm. Then you have to go over to a, this different elevator, and then they check if you have an American Express Platinum card. Mm -hmm. Then you and a guest, I believe they, I know at one point they didn't charge the 50 bucks. I don't know if they do now or not because I haven't done it in a minute. I know before they did it and you just go through the elevator, you go up to their suite and boom, you go there. And for myself, since I'm an Amex holder, they'll give me two free drinks. Okay. So, so that's the thing though. You say you and one other person who has a ticket as well. What if yeah, there's so, like three or four more people that's all rolling with us? So I, so I believe it uh, from back then, I don't know what, how it is now, but back then it would allow me to take three guests. That's four people there. That's four people. Now I don't know what the rules are. I would have to call and just find out. And then, like I said, we could just buy whatever ticket and then get in there, but we have to get there early because the suite sits, they have a bar area with so many seats and then they have some couple couches and like a couple table areas where it fits oh, like four people that's what i wanted I, to tell you um sorry, i sent you quick. the video of it yeah i didn't watch it send it to me again the, so that's what i wanted to tell you in the premiere seating is another little they have another thing right next to it i i, I couldn't i didn't know where to find it i gotta look it up but it had like a different type of suite so it's like an outdoor lower level suite behind there's like a chef cooking is like a little oh area. that's a, the sand it, it used to be called san manuel uh like i think that's what it is area. yeah that's what, yeah it's dude it's, it's it's like you're still and the seats are like black and you're still like a part of the action but you, Do have you like see who thing. sits there i saw some people they were like not it's a, more a like it's like you're on a date um yeah, yeah I exactly saw, I, saw it's, it's, I saw a couple it's like a bunch of couples having dinner watching the basketball game mm, okay okay <laughs> i was like i was like how do i get in there i was all excited like that looks dope i need to look into that all right so it was pretty cool i was like wow it was, it was like the best of both worlds because the suites are kind of high up a little bit they're right below 300. you know they're above 200 yeah. below 300 where this one was like boom right there in the action at the lowest level of 200 or premiere really you know, yeah, to, um, to me, Premier in the 200s are some of my favorite seatings. Yeah, because you got it's, it's the best value, best money for your buck, versus 100s kind of getting crazy and 300s smaller seats too far. So yeah, I'm not doing that again. Ever and again. In, in, in the Premier, people don't know you can you can place orders. They'll come to you, especially if you get there early enough. You get your orders and you just sit your butt there. They bring them to you. Can't beat that, dude. Can't beat no, that. You. 
Yeah, and that's what we talked about about going to the game. And then what I don't like about basketball games, and look, with football games, I'm really good about getting my drinks before and then I'll just focus in on the uh, on the game. That's with beautiful. basketball, because basketball moves by so fast. Yeah. If you get up and go get a beer, dude, by the time you get back, you've already missed like seven minutes of, of a quarter. And not just more. that. They don't let you sit back down during live ball. You have to wait for a dead body to sit back down. Again. Exactly. That's how crypto is. Yeah. So that, I'm not a big fan about that. Yeah, so you gotta get your stuff early. So we'll, we'll talk more about it. You get the more information to see who you bring. I mean, it's gonna be fifty bucks or not. And I can see if I could invite. Um, Cause I know my cousin wanted to go last time. He's got money. He don't care. Like you, it's just a matter of he wants to be in the suite. He don't. He don't do unless it's he wants floor seats or the suite. He ain't doing that. He bougie. So, <laughs> so that you know, and I told him, oh, we gotta get your own ticket. We're sitting here. He's like, oh, okay. Let me let me know when you get the suite again. I'm like, damn. Okay. Straight so, brushed you off. <laughs> I love him. I love him. I love him to death. He's he's as bougie though. So let's go over. Let's go over the brackets real quick. So now, not the brackets, the standings, because now everything's starting to show up. We already we're going through almost the first quarter of the season, and right now we look at the East. The um the out of the last ten games, Celtics are eight and two on a two game winning streak, leading the conference. At fourteen and four, but only one game behind them are the Magic, who are on an eight-game winning streak right now. Right yeah, they're nine and one. Nine and one in the last ten, yeah. and the Bucks are right there as well. I think it's funny the Bucks are a game and a half behind, but that's nothing. It's early in the season. The surprising factor to me are the 76ers. Now the thing is this: the crazy part is, I picked them to be the fourth seed. Period. Even without, but I'm still surprised at how well they're playing without James Harden and Maxi going berserk. So when you see, and all the other story is on the flip side, the Bulls might blow it all up. They're two and eight out of the last 10, six and 14. And then the Wizards are gonna probably blow it all up. They're already talking about Poole being gone for nothing. They're gonna get rid of Poole for shillings. And then the Hornets lost the mellow ball, so they're down there. And then the Raptors are looking to make trades. So this whole bottom bracket from 11 yeah, down. Seven. Yeah, the Pistons aren't selling though. The Pistons just sucking. They lost 16 straight games. Monty Williams, the highest paid coach in the league. The, re- the, the, the Pistons should look more like the Orlando Magics, but they don't. Magic are the second seed. The, the rosters have similar talent. The, 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 the Pistons have better bigs. You know, it's, it's just a lot of dominance happening there. They have a lot of good players, but I don't know. Cunningham's not looking like he's cutting the mustard. What, what do you think is going to happen to the Pistons if they don't turn around soon? So here's what happens with Detroit, okay? Put yourself as a basketball player. Yeah. You're coming out of college or high school. Yeah. Or wherever you're coming from, when you're from college, whatever. And you get drafted by the Detroit Pistons. And I'm not knocking Detroit. I'm not going to knock the Pistons. But sit there and think about this. You're going from being a star. Then you're going to Detroit to play basketball. And yes, you're a millionaire. You're going to make all this money. Or would you rather play in South Beach? Or would you rather play in LA? Would you rather play somewhere else? After playing it somewhere that's fun and vibrant and then you go to detroit dude it kind of gets you out of your rhythm it, it just kind of sucks but it's true and think about the guys that they're drafting these they're still not adults they're really young they haven't been out in the nba for a long time right yeah so after losing you lose eight games in a row you're like well man, screw this like forget it and whatever the coaching staff says kind of goes in one ear and out the other I think that's what happened. It's happening in Detroit. I think, I think Monty Williams is a good coach. Now, mm. is he an elite coach? No. Is he a top 10 coach? Absolutely not. He got completely paid. But why did he get paid? To my point, 
who was going to take that job? Right. It's the same thing with like the Carolina Panthers. Who's going to take that job? No one, unless you overpay. That's what's happening with Detroit. That's a good point. Now back to Monty Williams. I respected that man when he, when he spoke about his wife when she passed away. He had to take over all those kids. I was like, wow, that's a man's man. That, that's a guy that he's a leader of men. Look at listen to him, right? Then he turned around and married a white woman. Nothing against it. We're just gonna joke, laugh, because you know me, I'm pro-black. So I'm like, okay, wow. Anyways, that's just a jokey joke. Don't get don't cancel me, people. Um, but my point is any coach that's getting into arguments with one of their best players, their lottery pick, their top pick. And Aiden. Now we know Aiden's not, you know, the best, but you don't be fighting with that guy. You need him. And it's showing how much they need a player like him. Now they're doing okay. But if they had Aiden, but my point is this. You got Jonathan Wiseman. Now, this other guy they just get picked up, Duran, Duran, whatever. Damn, I did not know. This guy's a man child. He is awesome. Are you trying to tell me Wiseman can't be utilized at all? He's getting no... Marvin Bagley the third is getting minutes over... Wiseman's getting DMPs every night and the team's losing. So what is happening? Wiseman, we thought we were going to go there and research, but then the front office went ahead and drafted Durant or Duran, whatever. He got beat out. You just traded for Wiseman and then you draft another big? So it's like, it's organizational down. I feel the same as I feel about the um, Chicago Bears. You got to go back to your identity. What was your success? Yes, it was the 80s, but you had other eras too when you guys were still pretty damn good when you had Lovey Smith as a, at the helm. Get back to your identity. Detroit. I know Memphis is grit and grind, but Detroit was the bad boys. You need mm-hmm. some bad boys. You need some vets. And, and you, you you know who fits perfectly there? Anthony Edwards. Yeah. Why, why isn't Dylan Brooks over there in Detroit? Yep. You see, see what I'm look, saying? They, they should trade some of the young talent and start getting some more veterans in there. Yeah. To... to to kind of be gritty, to go out there and play defense, to want it. Yeah. The, the young guys, I get it. You know, you're you're hoping that they're gonna, you know, develop into the superstars. Yeah. But chances are, it's probably not gonna happen because the coach is so bad. Yeah. So now back to your point of Monty Williams, right? With you're saying, you know, all these DMPs and blah 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 and everything else. But at the same time, he's gonna sit there. He's gonna try to coach him. But the biggest thing is you have to be able to manage young men's egos. Yeah. In managing the different personalities in that locker room. And I think that's where he's going to he's going to struggle there. Yeah, and pivoting from that, talking about another great coach who actually lost his job on some BS cuz you know what? Cuz he was messing with a white woman. Uh Ime Udoka. <laughs> Look at with the Rockets, worst team in the league last year and they're 8 and 8 right now. They're, they're sniffing. They're in the play-in scenario. If the play, if the playoffs start today, they're in the play-in. They're above the they're above the Warriors. The Warriors are eight and ten, and the Rockets are eight and eight. You know, when I look at this, and and they're doing okay right now, but at home, these guys are dominant. They're eight and one at home. These guys are dominant at home. Once they start winning a few road games, look out. They haven't won a road game yet, and they're still the ninth seed. Think about that. They're zero and seven on the road. And they're the ninth seed. They, they have no they, they have nowhere to go but up. So when I see a, a coach like Ume Edoka, and and I think Boss is doing well, I feel like I feel like if Ume Edoka was still in Boss right now, not only would they be the favorites, I think they would dominate everyone because that's how great of a coach he is. Coaching matters. A lot of people say it doesn't. It does. And to see what the Timberwolves are doing early, and they're utilizing what two bigs, you know, it's the same thing. Cleveland also has two bigs. They're also doing well as well. 
I mean, they're doing okay right now, but they're going to figure it out because Garland's been hurt a lot. And then um, I don't think it's going to work because they have the two smalls. The two guard lineups, to me, always cause problems. It's the same thing happening in Atlanta right now. Atlanta's going the wrong direction because you got the two point guards in the same spot. Now they're the ninth seed. I think that's the problem down in Atlanta. I think it's the problem in Cleveland. They got to make a move. They got to choose Garland or Spider. Same thing. They got to choose Murray or or Trey Young. They got to do it. Can't have two smalls in this league right now. Got to have somebody defending the perimeter because people are shooting lights out. The Steph Curry era is here. So you got to have a, 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 a off guard or a point guard who's willing to take those shots, willing to play defense. And that's what's happening in Houston. Dylan Brooks is doing his thing. I don't like Dylan Brooks, but he's made a difference on his team. And so has Fred Van Vliet. Yep. For, for every Fred Van Vliet, you need a Dylan Brooks right next to him. Same thing. But for every John Morant, you need a Dylan Brooks right next to him. And, and, and it's the same thing. For every Steph Curry, you need a Klay Thompson right next to him. And by doing that, you're helping your team. That's another reason why I feel like Phoenix ain't going to do anything. You can't have Booker and Bradley. <laughs> like, who else? <laughs> well, anyways, anyways, it, 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 we'll see. We'll see. But right now, the Clippers aren't doing too well. The Lakers right there in the seventh seed. They're, they're just uh, a half a game out from the playoff scenario right there behind the Kings. When you look at the way the West Western Conference is panning out, how do you see that shaking up? We got Timberwolves and the Thunder and the top three seeds. I mean, it's still too early, obviously, but the Thunder's playing great. Timberwolves are doing their thing. And the Nuggets are the Nuggets. The Nuggets are going to end up with the number one uh, seed. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the team that's really intriguing me, and remember, I told you, I, I had the Mavericks a little higher than you they did. Are. Yeah. And But there they are. And then yeah. that's just respect. And I get it. There's either you love Luka or you hate him. Hate him. I, you know, you dislike him. Yeah. I, I love him because of his game. I hate the flopping. I, I hate the flopping so much. It's the whining. Yes, the whining. It, it's just, but his game is ridiculous. The dude is is a straight up baller, so you got to give him his credit. Uh, and as you're moving down the line, you got the Suns. The Suns' health is holding them back, just like it's holding the Lakers back. The Kings are there at six, Lakers at seven, Pelicans at eight. Um, I mean, it's some of these teams are going to switch over where the thunder might come down a little bit that's where i want that's that's where i'm trying to get you to go so now when you look how it is because this this reminds me of when the pelicans were number one team sign was going off girl it was like around the same time of the year yeah then they became who they became same thing the bulls were the best team in in the east when lonzo ball was healthy then they fell apart when he went down there's a couple so the last couple of years that's what panned out so when you see this now who's the next bulls who's the next pelicans um how, how you think it's going to pan out Man, I look. Who's as, pretenders? As I, who's contenders? That's what I want to say. Right now, look, I I said the Thunder at the beginning of the year are going to be the the guy, the team that's going to shock everyone. I think the Thunder are going to stay in that top, in that top five. Okay. They're going to stay up there. Uh, I think the Timberwolves Wolves are going to come down. Okay. I think they'll come down. Well, Anthony Edwards balling like that. Mm. Come on, man! I have them on my squad. I know how good they are, but I think they're gonna they're gonna slowly start coming down unless. That two big lineup continues dominating, right? And it mm -hmm. keeps going. Then back to what I said earlier in the show. Mm -hmm. If if it becomes to the point where other teams have to adjust to them, mm -hmm. bingo. There's their advantage. And they understand their advantage and they're gonna keep rolling it out there. But mm -hmm. I, I just think that the Timberwolves are gonna find a way to mess this up and they'll end up coming scaling back down. But let me let me tell you this about the West. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter because even a team that's going to be in the play-in, like in the seventh, eighth, ninth, it still has a shot to make a run and get to the Western Conference Finals. Would it shock you? Like okay, Lakers last year, exactly. Would it shock you to see? Let's say the the Nuggets get there, 
out of respect for the defending champions. Would it shock you if the Mavericks got there? No. Would it shock really. you if Phoenix got there? No. Really. Would it shock you if the Lakers got there? No. no. Would it shock you if the Kings got there? Not really. No. And in the Thunder, I think they're just, if they got there this year, I think they're there a year early. And it would it shock you if the Timberwolves got there? It really wouldn't shock you because the West is so competitive. All it takes is one injury, and then there goes that squad. And that brings me to my point. So you say the Timberwolves, I say the Thunder. Now, the Thunder right now are the best shooting team, best three-point percentage team in the league, right? And the Timberwolves right now are the best defensive-rated team in the league. And they're the best defensive-rated team because the guy who's anchoring their defense is Rudy Gobert. You forget he's a four-time DPOI. Yeah. And for him to be down there and, and them to actually utilize him, now you see that um, him and 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 um, and Ant, Ant-Man and other players are now doing the the lob. He's a lob threat now. They're utilizing him offensively, making it very difficult. So now when he goes down there to catch the lob, but you have Cat still wide open. You have Cat who can shoot the three. It's the same yep. way the Lakers can be playing right now. You know, it's the same freaking formula, but they're not doing it. But they could play that type of lineup. I feel like defense is something that never leaves you. The fact you have Cat right now playing physical basketball, playing inspired basketball for the first time, and the fact that Cat is the second option over Ant—that's he's in his natural position. He should never be the um, the number one option. To have him number two and being physical, and then you have and the thing is, I wasn't high on this team because I don't believe in. I saw how they played last year. Same with the Mavericks. I saw how they finished last year. I'm like ah, I don't believe in them. But now the Timberwolves are the the team I still don't believe in at this moment in time. Is two of them: the Mavericks and the Thunder. I don't feel like they're going to stay where they are. I feel like they're going to fall out of that scenario at best, be in the playing scenario. I don't believe they're going to be a top six. That's, when I say a, 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 a team, I'm talking about a top six. That's the playoff okay. six now. So I don't feel like the Thunder and the Mavericks would be a top six team. I think the Minnesota Timberwolves will still be top six. I feel like they will still be top five, six team Pro- when it's all said so. and done. Right. Okay, so if you're saying top six, yeah. But look, it's so close that any team... You could see the Lakers being out of it. You could oh, Lakers, see Lakers could be in the top six, um, but I could see them be out of it because they of how be. how congested it all is. No, because right now they're you seven. Know. They have all those injuries, and if I'm taking two teams out of it, but look, the Lakers that, naturally move up. Look, they're all between three and nine. They're all within three games of each other. Yeah, Lakers are two games, four games out of first, but from from the third from third place, they're only two but games look, out. Even the the ninth spot. The Rockets, they're only five games back from first. From first. You see, they're three games out so, of first. So then as you're going, exactly. So it's all within one. You lose two games, they're one game behind. Yeah. That, well, that's what I'm saying about the West. Straight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying about the West, though. The West is just that, that compact. That it could just, look, if, say, hypothetically, Gobert pulls a hamstring. Dude, they're, they're out of first place and they're probably going to drop down to sixth. In a week, we can't bank on injuries. No, no, I'm, not, I'm, I'm just, just saying. At... I'm just saying hypothetical because of how congested, how close they are. But since they the thing, happen Lakers, any team. Lakers have been hurt all year. They only play like seven guys the other night. They've been hurt all year, and they have the oldest player in the league, and they're still right in the thick of it. They're going to get healthy. They're so look, figure it, it out. They're going to going to move up. But to the point I was making, it wouldn't surprise me to see them in the seventh or eighth, or even be in the two. Gotcha. And with any of these teams. Okay. All right, all right, all right, my guy, you got it. All right, so with that, that is the show. Yeah, anything else you want to add before we get up out of here? The Clippers suck. 
<laughs> we didn't even get a chance to get into them. I, I got to bring our Clipper guy back in here so we can actually talk about it. But we'll wait to yeah. see what happens over the next I, couple of weeks. I said it because they're in the 10th seed and you got the Warriors down there. And the, look, once it gets down to the Blazers, Jazz, Grizzlies, Spurs, yeah, yeah they're, 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 but when you have the Clippers and the Warriors, just sit there and think about 10 that. 11, yeah. At 10 and 11. If the Pelicans and Houston Rockets above them. Wow. Yes, and you have the Timberwolves, the Thunder above them. Well, the they're Pelicans. <laughs> no, no, you get it. Like these teams yeah. that are above the Rockets. I let you know that it, I let you know that it's early. You're right because the veteran yeah, the, teams are like kind of coasting, getting healthy. Yeah, and that and that's why I said you, pick it up. dude. It's still it's after Christmas sure. is when you start getting. It's usually after Christmas things start getting much better, but yeah. right in that February is when teams start crunching down and saying, "Okay, we need to get our crap together and let's go." I'm gonna say this one last point before we get out of here. This to me because before you had like one team or two like the Pales, the fact that you have. Timberwolves, Thunder, even the Mavericks, kind of, sort of, but the, really the Timberwolves, Thunder, Pelicans, and Houston Rockets playing out of out of out of mind right now, not where we projected them to be. It has everything to do with the playing tournament, bro. I truly believe that. Now you had teams. I told you, it's the young teams trying to get that money, so they were playing harder in the dead time of the season. And now that like these guys are not in it, the season that tournament thing is over and whatever, they're gonna start coming down to earth, and the cream's gonna rise to the top. We'll see. All right, all right, all right. It's time for my NBA Top Picks. It's my NBA Top Picks for this past week, 11-24 on down. Let's get to it. On Friday, 11-24, I chose Boston at Orlando. I was wrong. Next. Milwaukee versus New York Knickerbockers. I'm sorry, Miami versus New York Knickerbockers. I chose New York at home, and I was right next. We had Denver and Houston. I chose Denver on the road, and I was wrong. Next, Sacramento in Minnesota. I chose Minnesota, and I was wrong. New Orleans at the Clippers. I chose the Clippers, and I was wrong. Next, Saturday, 1125, Philadelphia in OKC. I chose Philadelphia, and I was right next. Lakers in Cleveland. I chose the Lakers, and I was right again. Next, Dallas. In L.A. versus the Clippers. I chose the Clippers and I was right next Sunday, 11-26. Atlanta in Boston. I chose Boston and I was right next. Phoenix versus New York Knicks in New York. I chose the Knicks and I was wrong next Monday, 11-27. Lakers in Philadelphia. I chose Philadelphia and I was right. They got blowed out. Next, Denver at Clippers. I chose the Denver Nuggets and I was right next Tuesday, 11-28, Atlanta at Cleveland. I chose Cleveland, and I was right next Milwaukee at Miami, and I chose Miami, and I was right again. Okay, see, in Minnesota, I chose Minnesota, and I was right next Houston in Dallas. I chose Houston on the road, and I was wrong. Next, go to state in Sacramento. Like the beam to advance in the in-season tournament, and I was right by one point. Next, Wednesday, 11-29, Lakers in Detroit. I chose Lakers to get that get back, and they blew them out as well. Next, Phoenix in Toronto. I chose Phoenix, and I was wrong. Next, Philly in New Orleans. I chose Phoenix. I'm sorry. I chose Philly, and I was wrong. Next, Houston in Denver. I chose Denver in Mile High, and Jokic went off, and I was right. Next, Los Angeles Clippers in Sacramento. I chose Sacramento to like the bean. I was wrong. Harden had himself a night this week, last week. 13 and 9, 
13 and 9. I had a good day, but not a great day. Let's get to next week's top picks. Let's go. 11 30. That is Thursday night, Indiana and Miami. I'm choosing Miami. I'll take Miami and that one. Utah at Minnesota. I'm choosing Minnesota. Lakers in OKC. I choose the Lakers. Clippers in Golden State. I'm choosing Golden State. Now, Friday, 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 December 1st. Philadelphia and Boston. I'm choosing Boston. Next, New York. Knickerbockers in Toronto. I'm choosing New York. Denver in Phoenix. I'm choosing Denver in that one. Next, Saturday, 12-2. Golden State in Clippers. I choose the Clippers. Orlando. Brooklyn, I'm choosing Orlando, Indiana, and Miami, I'm choosing Indiana, Atlanta, and Milwaukee, I'm choosing Milwaukee, OKC, at Dallas, I'm choosing OKC, Denver, and Sacramento, no being being lit that night, I am choosing Denver, in Sacramento, Houston, in LA, against the Lakers, I'm choosing the Lakers, now, Monday, December the 4th, Boston, in Indiana, I'm choosing Boston, next, New Orleans, and Sacramento, I'm choosing Sacramento to light the beam. Tuesday, 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 12-5. New York at Milwaukee. I'm choosing Milwaukee. Phoenix in L.A. versus the Lakers. I'm choosing the Lakers. Finally, Wednesday, 12-6. Orlando in Cleveland. I'm choosing Orlando. Next, Miami and Toronto. I'm choosing Toronto. Next, Brooklyn in Atlanta. I'm choosing Atlanta versus Brooklyn. OKC in Houston. I got Houston. Ime Udoka got these boys playing. I got Houston in that matchup. Finally, Denver against the Clippers. Denver's going to get that get back. I got Denver beating the Clippers. That's my NBA top picks. My NBA top picks this past week. You've been listening to The Time Is Now. We do not have the rights to this music. Last time that I checked, it was five chains on my neck. It was no smut on my rep. Last time that I checked, I was selling zones in the set. Make a quarter mil, no sweat. Last time that I checked, I'm the streets voice out west. Legendary self made progress. Last time that I checked, first get the money, then respect, then the power, and the come next. Last time that I checked, I've been self made from the dribble. I was been saying I'm a killer. Nah, playing no games with you. Pop cut, switch lanes on you. I laid down the game for you Taught you how to charge more than what they paid for you The whole thing for you Reinvest, double up, then explain for you It gotta be love Run the city, it gotta be cuz It's for the pieces I took off the Monopoly board Hey, y'all false claims, it gotta be fraud Just keep the hood about your mouth and you gotta be charged I doubled up, tripled up, what? Banged on the whole game, I ain't give Nobody tripping, handle business, got my digits up And when I drop, you know I'm about to it was five chains on my neck. It was no smut on my rep. Last time that I checked, I was selling zones in the set. Make a quarter mil, no sweat. Last time that I checked, I'm the streets voice out west. Legendary self made progress. Last time that I checked, first get the money, then respect, then the power, and the come next. Last time that I checked, come through fly. No cosign, I ain't need radio to do mine. I done fine, and I take my time. Check. Take my tribe, every level that I crossed in this game Like state lines, it was visionary Either I'm genius or you scary Maybe it's both in this balance, I deliver daily For every in these streets, trying to feed the babies The single mama's working hard not to miss a payment And dirty money get washed on royalty statements Black owners in this game are powerful racists Young in the 
set that's doing it makeshift out the garage. It's how you end up in charge. It's how you end up in penthouses, end up in cars. It's how you start off a curse, serve, end up a boss. It's how you win the whole thing and lift up a cigar with sweat dripping down your face. Cause the mission was Last time that I checked, it was five chains on my neck. It was no smut on my rep last time that I checked. I was selling zones in the set. Make a quarter mil, no sweat last time that I checked. I'm the streets voice out west. Legendary self made progress last time that I checked. First you get the money, then respect, then the power, and the come next. Last time that I checked. I got the front and in the back. We on the way, and that's a fact. This real, this ain't rap. Where everybody wanna act pro black. The last lie you heard, this ain't that, this that, I didn't, made it out the gutter, it's shit, nip, told you the middle man, I told you wearing they clothes, I wear my own, y'all can own, y'all label, I own my own, Hey yeah, I remember all that game you throw me, don't f*** around and get played by the label owners, talk that issue to these Adrian Broner, but secure the window, don't let the game vote ya, cause when it's game over, it's with the game over, and all they do is play the game till this game over, and you be giving game like a big brother mission Never let him take it from us Last time that I checked It was five chains on my neck It was no smut on my rep Last time that I checked I was selling zones in the set Make a quarter mil, no sweat Last time that I checked I'm the streets voice out west Legendary self-made progress Last time that I checked First you get the money, then respect Then the power and the come next Last time that I checked Another week, another soapbox, another week, another soapbox. Um, man, so many things I could talk about. Sometimes I pass the baton to other creators who have things that are pretty potent to say, um, like Lynn, uh, Vinay, Vinay. I, I always forget, but you guys know her. She's on here a lot. She has the, um, uh, it's Friday. I keep it black. I keep it brief, right? Um, but this week, you know, she took some time off, which is fine because I know she's traveling and I wanted to lean on her because sometimes i'm going through things and i keep it internal i don't i don't let everything out and sometimes there are things that are too close to home sometimes there are things that are too dark i don't want to come on here and spew negativity i'm always trying to find ways to give you guys information and also try to come up with some form of solutions like i said before i want to be the voice that sparks the brain of change right um because you know i'm getting up there in age and and I just wanted to share and shed light to different things. So I wasn't really trying to do anything, but the one thing I can think about as I explore this thing called life, um, you know, the people who know me know that my daughter means the world to me. She's everything to me. Um, she's the reason why I don't go off the handles with different things and act the way I did when I was younger. Um, who knows how many, be honest with you, how many lives she saved, be honest with you guys. Um, she's done that for me. Um, and this past year to see her quote unquote struggle with just life and growing up, she just turned 10 and to hear the things she's saying, to see her way she's changed and not for the better, in my opinion, a lot of different things, a lot of negative energy coming from her, which that's not her. People who know her know that she's a ray of sunshine, giving hugs every morning. You know, and and her dynamics changed. I used to take her to school and walk her to school, and the, 
she would go and give the vice principal hugs. But now because of my schedule's changed, her mom takes her to school early so she doesn't get a chance to have those moments again. And that vice principal has now taken a principal job somewhere else. So all the people she's come to love and know over the years, the principal before that, and now the vice principal who's been there since Maya started going there and TK, all are gone. And now she's getting teachers who don't seem to, you know, they don't coddle you like they do as you get up there in fourth and fifth grade and whatnot. They don't coddle you anymore. You start getting to the next stage of where they're going to just expect you to do and expect you to know. And it seemed like it's less teaching. That's how it was for me in college. Not that I was getting coddled in high school, but in college is when they kind of just say, okay, figure it out. This school, they're so advanced that it seems like that's the way of a lot of teachers. They kind of like, okay, figure it out. They're starting it early. I know some places they started it in high school, but I didn't go to one of those high schools. I mean, they weren't coddling me, but I was smart enough to have, I had a good foundation to where I knew most of the material, unless it was Spanish, right? So I'm trying to walk her through this. Um, She's not in jiu-jitsu anymore. She may be out of soccer soon. We'll see um, because it just seems like life's getting very difficult for her, right? And I want to help out any way I can. I'm going to have a teacher conference with the teacher um, tomorrow, actually. I was going to go today to talk to the principal, but I think I'm going to do both in the same day tomorrow. I'm definitely going to call and speak to him before I got to go back and take care of some more business. But I wanted to share something with you guys. That's pretty intimate. It's a video. Um, I made a video that I uh, sent to my daughter, right? And I wrote something. And my mom was just talking to me today, talking about how she wants me to write something because I've always been the poetic one of the family. And she wants me to prepare something for my father's. Um, my father has uh, not a home going, but a, uh, you know, he passed away in August. And we're having a program for him in his honor in January. And my mom wants me to put something, pen something poetic. And I told her based on the medication that I've been taking for some time now, and they keep increasing the dosage to make sure I don't don't go off the handles. um, It's taking a lot of my creative spark away. And I've gotten a form of writer's block because with those emotional highs and lows, during those low times, my, my brain would come up with all these different things and wordings and stuff like that so it's difficult for me now um i'm not the same person um when i was on my highs man i would have a great time i would spend money i was a joy to be around when i had my lows i kept to myself but i was very creative you see but at the end of the day we don't want something to happen to myself you don't want me to do something to you guys so i have to stay medicated to keep me meddled out and you have to sacrifice a part of your previous existence unfortunately um so real quick This is titled A Father's Love. I wrote this for my daughter when she turned 10. Um, So here it goes. I haven't written a thing for a while. Could be writer's block or just a lack of inspiration. As I sit here with my eyes closed thinking of words to express how I feel about my baby girl. Thinking of the first time I seen you smile. You know the story. How I held you in my arms after you were born. Those lovely eyes of yours staring into mine, that's why I dance in the streets giving God the glory. Little Miss Maya, the creative, the compassionate, the cautious, charismatic, caring spirit, the giver of hugs, always knowing what to say when we need to hear it, always showing up right on time for those love. God has truly blessed us with you. We often say you came right in time, a gift from God. 
a reminder that he hears our prayers, a reminder that no matter what, he will always be there. Maya, today you have made your first 10 years around the sun. God willing, I will be here to see the next. With that in mind, I remind you to enjoy your youth each and every day. In times when you may feel lost, close your eyes, take a deep breath and pray. Thank God for your blessings. Ask God to take all of it away. All the doubt, all the self-pity, all the anxiety, all the things that may be holding you back. Remember who you are. You are Maya, the creative. You are Maya, the compassionate. You are Maya, the cautious, charismatic, caring spirit. You are Maya, the giver of hugs. You are Maya, a gift from heaven above. I love you. And that is titled A Father's Love. All you fathers who have daughters, you girl dads, I'm sure you all can relate in your other attributes that you may have for your child. But we know there's nothing like a father's love. There's nothing like a mother's love. Nothing like a parent's love with their children. I believe one of the greatest things we could do on this earth is to procreate and to make life better for them and for them teach them the ways of ways we went wrong and the things we've done right and give them a head start so that way they can progress in life and progress this world forward that to me is the blessing leaving this world a better place than it was when you entered it through them they are your legacy they are the future and they're the ones who should right all of the wrongs thank y'all for listening Until next time. You can win as long as you keep your head to the sky. Be optimistic. Mm -hmm. Well, that's it this week, guys. Another great week. Another great show. All right. All right. Right. Man, I appreciate y'all for checking out the show. Really appreciate y'all for listening. Um, shout out once again to Tony. The music choice this week was Last Time That I Checked by the late, great Nipsey Hussle and YG. Remember, if you like the show, like it. And of course, of course, share. And of course, of course, subscribe. Remember, you can go ahead and send a shout out and an email to the Time Is Now podcast at gmail.com. Now it's time for our final word. And him... We have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of Yahweh grace that he lavished on us. With all wisdom and understanding, he made known to us the mystery of his according, will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Mashiach to be put into effect when the times reached their fulfillment to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ the Messiah. Ephesians 1, 7 through 10. Remember, spread love, share love, embrace love for God is love. Until next time, peace. Child.